Hi, I'm Holly, your host of the Crush the Rush podcast. I work full-time and run a full-time coaching business. I started my first coaching business when my twins were 18 months old, and I was excited to start something I was passionate about, but overwhelmed with how to make progress in such small pockets of time. The methods of working three to four hours a day in blocks of time didn't work, quite frankly, because I didn't have it. So my mission is to share how you can put together your own side hustle strategy and plan that works for you without giving up your goals and still focusing on your priorities. I can't wait to help you grow your business and more importantly, enjoy that well-deserved time off. Let's get to the show. You are listening to episode 153 of the Crush the Rush podcast. And in today's episode, we are talking all about legal basics. Now, if you're like me, you'd probably see this title and you're like, ah, I don't want to talk about this. But what we're saying is keep calm and protect that business because we have brought in expert and owner and founder of Hashtag Legal to give us the inside scoop on the basic steps that you need to protect yourself legally when you're running a business. So if you have a business, which most of you do who are listening, you are gonna wanna listen to this episode. Jamie Lieberman is the owner and founder of Hashtag Legal and has been practicing lawyering, as we call it, for 15 years. And as an experienced entrepreneur, Jamie understands the unique needs of business owners at different stages of their organizational growth. So today she partners with clients across verticals, including influencer marketing, creative services, and e-commerce. And she has a deep commitment to making legal accessible and regularly speaks about legal matters, the art of negotiation, and entrepreneurial topics at leading events such as Alt Summit, Podcast Move It, and FindCon as an expert source for media like Digiday, Business Insider, and Forbes. Guys, you are not going to want to miss this one. I don't know about you, but I took like six pages of notes during this and then set up a follow-up with Jamie to ask more questions. So I hope this is as helpful for you as it was for me. Hi, Jamie. Welcome to the Crush the Rush podcast. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm so good. I am so excited to have you on the show because I feel like I said this before we jumped on that I have 8,000 legal questions and we have not had a legal expert on yet. So this might be like one for the record books. But before we dive in, I'd love for you to just give us a little background about you and what you do and how you got started in this area. Yeah. So thanks for having me. I'm excited. We're not the first person to tell me that they have 8,000 questions. So I'm excited about that because I love answering those questions. My name is Jamie Lieberman. I am an attorney and I've been a lawyer for 16 years and I am the owner and founder of a law firm called Hashtag Legal. I also have courses that we run through my other business called the Unbusiness School, where we have just their basic 101 entry-level classes about legal for those of you who are maybe just dipping your toe into things. At Hashtag Legal, we work with clients across the board, online business owners, creatives, entrepreneurs. We work with clients who are just starting up to businesses who have scaled and have hundreds of employees. So it's really neat because we get to work with like a really diverse group of people and we support them in any way that they need kind of outside counsel legal help from contracts, intellectual property, privacy, business formation, you name it, we do it, employment. And so we just always tell our clients, if you're not sure if we do it, just 
just ask. And if we don't, we will help you find someone that does. And it's been a really cool ride. I have a wonderful staff that works for me and I'm very lucky because I love what I do. That's awesome. And I think like love and legal for me, just like never go in the same category. So I think it's really awesome when you find somebody who like truly is passionate about it, which it sounds like you are. So I wanted to sort of dive into some general questions and then we can probably dig in a little bit more, but most of our listeners, if you're listening are sort of probably brand new to business or maybe haven't been in business a little while and are starting to think about like, Oh, should I form an LLC or what do I need to do to protect my business? Can you give us like the hashtag legal 101 if you're just getting started? Yeah, I sure can. So the first thing you have to do when you're thinking about what you need to do to get started is that's specific to each business, right? So whether you're a service-based business or a product-based business, what you're essentially doing is just assessing where your potential risk is. So like, honestly, where can I get sued? Where can I have a conflict or where are things they potentially go wrong? And as a new business owner, you may not know the answer to that. So you want to think about it in a couple of different ways. If you know, you're know you a service-based business, you have to think about potential disputes with clients. If you're a product-based business, it's a little bit different, your customer disputes, but they would relate around your product as well. And you also want to think about like, what am I trying to protect? You're trying to protect your personal assets and you're trying to protect the assets in your business. So there's a few different ways that you can go about protecting your business, but I do recommend always at least sit down and think about like, where are my potential risks? What is it specific to my business? Where can I see things like going wrong? And then what can I do in order to try to build up potential protections in order to avoid those risks? So one place people often start is LLC formation or entity formation. So an entity is just a company that you form with the state where you do business. Many people, particularly new entrepreneurs, they go right to the LLC, which is a limited liability company. The benefits of an LLC are that it is easy to form and you get the benefit of what is called limited liability, meaning your personal assets are kept separate from your business assets so long as you've properly formed your LLC. And so if you do have an issue, you don't have to worry about your house or your bank accounts or your cars because your business is what is going to be at the core of the dispute versus your own person, which if you do businesses yourself as a solo entrepreneur, then it's just you and it's all of your assets. So that's why a lot of people kind of gravitate towards LLCs. You can also form a corporation. That's a lot more complex to do, much harder to do yourself. And you typically don't need it except for in certain instances. So in that case, I'd certainly recommend talking to both your tax professional and an attorney. And then there's that S corp that sort of floats around that people are always asking about. And an S-corp itself is not actually a corporation. It is a tax status. So an LLC can be taxed as an S-corp and a corporation can be taxed as an S-corp. So you just have to kind of get your goals set and know where you want to go. And then your tax professional and your attorney can kind of help guide you in the right direction. But for the most part, an LLC is a great place to start. The other really good area is contracts. And we could talk more about contracts because I'm sure you have a lot of questions about contracts, but contracts really, they are just boundary setters. They set the boundaries of your relationships with the people you do business with. And the more you have in writing and the better detailed your contract is, the more boundaries you have, the clearer it is and the less chance for a dispute or a controversy of some kind. 
Uh, business insurance is another place that people will often go to when they're starting out to help protect against risk. And business insurance is great. And I do recommend it. Just make sure you have a really good business broker and that you talk to them and make sure that your insurance is actually covering the work that you're doing. <laughs> Some people just buy a business insurance policy and it doesn't cover them. So those are three good areas that you could think about to start with. There are lots of others, but I think you're going to ask me questions about them. So I don't yeah, want to go on I know. On. I was just writing down like tons of questions. So I guess my first question is, is let's say that you're brand new and maybe you're offering like one-on-one coaching services. Before you do that, would you recommend forming an LLC, getting the business insurance and setting up some sort of contract? Because I think some people will like go into business and be like, oh, I'm just going to try it and like dabble in it. And maybe they're making like a couple hundred dollars, but like how much are you at risk if you're like at the beginning and just sort of getting started? So I think it really just depends on what your goals are. If you're going in there and you're thinking this is a hobby or I'm just going to make a small amount of money, then obviously your risk isn't that high. Right. But if you're going in and you're like, I'm going to dominate the world or yes, something in between <laughs> and be realistic about what those goals are and not because you're afraid or you think you might fail. But realistically, if you think you are growing a business that is going to turn into a full-time income for you, that will be supporting you and your family, then yes, invest in all of it. Yeah. Yes, it is an expense. Yes. A lot of people think, oh, but I'm not making any money yet that actually doesn't matter because you're going to make money way faster than you think you're going to make money. And the last thing you want to do is being reactive or scrambling. So I am really of the mindset that if you believe that you are going to build a business and that is your goal and intent, get it all set in the beginning. It is far less expensive when you are proactive than when you are reactive, because when we have to fix problems, that's when things get super expensive. Yeah. So can you give us some advice about contracts for a minute? Because a lot of times I'll see these like done for you contracts download and they're anywhere from like $12 to like $5,000. So like, how do you know which contract if you're, let's use the getting started example would best work for like what you're doing? Are there any just like guidelines that you should have in it? Yeah. So I have a very conflicted view of templates. I under question. I'm in. Yeah. (laughs) So look, I get it. If you are saying to yourself, like, I'm either going to have no contract or I'm going to buy this template. I guess I'd rather have you have a template, but templates really end up honestly causing problems more often than they don't. Many of my clients start off with templates. They buy them online, either like you said, from $12, please do not spend more than like a hundred, 200 bucks on a template, because if you are, you might as well just go to a lawyer otherwise, because that's just silly. That's good advice, right? Yeah. There. Like I'm if, not kidding. I've seen them like ridiculously expensive. Just don't, I mean, honestly, like it's less to have a lawyer literally create one for yourself or it should be. They baffle me. I don't understand them at all. But at the end of the day, there is no one size fits all. That's just the answer. And so like yeah. I sold templates a long time ago and actually got out of that business because I felt like people were coming to me and saying to me like, well, I need to fix this. And this doesn't quite set my business. And then I'm just ended up spending more time fixing it for them. And then I'm like, it felt not right to me. There just is no one size fits all. Every single business is different and you are going to have specific things to your business that are important to you. So I really think that it is far better to work with an attorney and have a contract created specifically for your business. Mm -hmm. Use it forever. 
it'll pay for itself. I promise. Templates are really hard because you have to consider the source. I mean, I see non-lawyers selling templates. I'm like, how is that even possible? So it just kind of blows my mind. So I really think that you should have a contract that's specific for your business that suits your needs and is able to sort of grow and change with you as your business grows and changes. I love that. Okay. So I want to talk about business insurance next, and I will just put it out there that I didn't even know this was a thing until like probably three months ago. So tell us a little bit more like what business insurance is and what it does. So business insurance is basically like another kind of line of defense. The thing that's really important to remember about insurance, it's just not a blank check. So just because you have business insurance doesn't mean that it is actually going to cover the issue that pops up. So you have to be really careful about paying attention to what your coverage is. And business insurance coverage can vary wildly. Like you could get coverage for, you know, certain types of lawsuits, but it may exclude certain types of lawsuits. You know, for example, intellectual and property infringement tends to be its own coverage that you have to get Mm -hmm. like an additional policy, employment issues, an additional policy. So you really have to look at like what is actually what your potential is. Like if you have a client dispute that might be covered and that's great. So confirming that the type of work that you're doing is actually covered by what it is, the policy that you're buying. In some instances, it's really hard to find business insurance that actually covers your business. And in that case, then you just may not get it. And in other cases, it's quite easy. So that really is done with a business insurance broker. Find someone local to you, maybe reach into your network and see if you have other local business owners who have a great recommendation, but a really good business insurance broker is going to guide you through that process and make sure that your coverage is covering you in your business adequately. Okay. I had to interrupt this conversation really quickly because it is here. It is finally time. The Fall Crush the Rush Quarterly Planner is here and available to purchase starting September 22nd. So you want to head over to hollymariehaines.com forward slash planner and get on the list and make your purchase. Now, the amazing part about this little announcement is we have created brand new bundles for you to not only help you use the planner, but actually have in-person accountability from me and the community to make sure that you are able to take your business to the next level. Here's the thing. So many of you have come to me over the last couple months and are saying, I'm spending hours on social media figuring out what to post, how to post, why is it not converting to sales, and where the heck did all of my time go? This is your solution because we are now combining the best productivity planner that actually helps you stay accountable with in-person accountability. Yes, you heard that right. It is called the brand new Crush the Rush Power Pack. And not only do you get the quarterly planner delivered to your doorstep every single quarter, but you get in-person accountability from me, including one-on-one trainings, group trainings, Monday accountability text, and more. And trust me, I get that your schedule is different, which is why this can now be customized to fit your needs. 
you want to go to hollymariehaines.com forward slash planner to check out all the brand new bundles, the power pack, and the best solution that is going to work for you and your schedule. Go to hollymariehaines.com forward slash planner, and we have included some additional bonuses just for you for being a avid podcast listener. All of these will turn your followers into raving fans, and the productivity methods will save you time and energy. These bonuses will not last for long, so make sure you head to hollymariehaines.com forward slash planner. And I can't wait for you to get your hands on the brand new productivity power pack. Yeah, I think that's really good advice. Can we talk about, this was not one of your top three, but because we just came out with a planner, I've lived it. Can we talk about trademarking and copywriting? Yeah. And can you, like some people are probably like, do I need that? Do I not need that? Like, can you just dive into that for a little bit? Yeah, that's definitely top of my list. I don't always mention it because then my list becomes like 10 bullets long and new business owners freak out. And that's the last thing I want. Before I dive into it, I do want to note, like these can be a plan that you achieve over the course of a year. So if you're launching a business, you should sit down and strategize like what's most important. I'd say form your entity, get your contract, you know, trademark and copyright are really important. So they're obviously two separate things. They are what are considered to be intellectual property. The third prong of intellectual property are patents, but I'm just going to focus on trademarks and copyright because that's really what the majority of small business owners are dealing with. Trademarks are your brand. It's your name. So I know you use Crush the Rush, right? Mm -hmm. So that would be, that is the name of your company. That is the name of your planner. That is the name of your business, of your products. That's your trademark. Hashtag legal. That's my trademark. So it is what is considered to be a source indicator. So when someone hears hashtag legal, they know that it is firm offering legal services. It indicates source. Same with you. And so if you have a unique name that you are very tied to, I highly recommend trademark registration because it will help you prevent other people from using the name that's the same or similar to yours. Mm -hmm. If you use your own name, if you use a name you don't care that much about, maybe you don't. Because the one thing that I always like to make clear is if you want to protect your intellectual property, it means you actually have to protect it. So if someone is infringing, you can't just let them infringe. You have to actually tell them to knock it off. So that really is a pause for a number of small business owners because that can get expensive and can be frustrating. The other really important thing to remember, and this is something that all small business owners have to do, is make sure whatever name you've picked doesn't infringe on someone else's mark. I have seen people spend $30,000 on branding and not bother to check their name and then have to change their name. It is a real story. It's happened before. So spend a little bit of money and make sure that your name is actually can be trademarked and also is not infringing on somebody else's mark. Because the last thing you want to do is invest all that money and then have to change your name because you got a cease and desist. So make sure that your name is okay and cleared. So those are trademarks. Copyright is different. Copyright is the rights that you have in any original work that you create. So your planner is a great example. It could be a book that you write, a photo that you take. It could be a blog. It could be a course. And copyright registration is wonderful. So with copyrights, the minute that you create the work, you have rights in the work. And so that's great. You can certainly stop other people and tell people not to copy your work. But when you register a copyright, you get a lot more rights in that work. 
work, including the ability to sue for copyright infringement, attorney's fees if you have to sue and you prevail, and also something called statutory damages. So you don't have to prove that you're damaged if you have copyright registration, you get automatic damages. So it is a really powerful weapon. And for anyone with a course or a product, anything that you sell, I highly recommend copyright registration. Yeah, we just did that this year with the planner and it actually wasn't that bad. I mean, it took a little time, but it wasn't as scary as I thought it was would be, which actually gets to my next question. So you gave us like an amazing list and I think very simply explained it as in like where to start. So you start to get overwhelmed, right? So you're like, okay, I'm going to file for an LLC and then I'm going to create a contract. Like how do you take it one step at a time? And I think you started to talk about this a little bit. That's a conversation that I would sit down and have a strategy session with a lawyer. Like Mm -hmm. I sit down with people all the time, 30 minutes of my time. And we just sort of walk through and say, okay, here's the six areas, in my opinion, that you need to focus on. Let's talk about what your priorities are, what Mm -hmm. your strategy is, where you see this going, and then we're going to prioritize them. And we're going to say, we're going to do this one. Now we're going to save this one for three months. We'll save this one for six months. We'll come back to this one in a year. And you have to do that with just an expert. It's just something that's really hard to do on your own and getting an, a second opinion is just incredibly helpful. Just sort of knowing there's someone yeah. kind of in your back pocket who can look at things differently. I mean, in my practice, I talk to small business owners every single day, all day. So I have the experience of just talking to thousands of people and I've seen almost every single thing that can go wrong. Yeah. So I accumulate that in my brain. And so when I talk to someone, I'm like, oh, I've spoken to a hundred other people that do what you do or some version of it here's the 55 things that have gone wrong. Here's the five things I want us to focus on. And so it is just helpful to have that additional perspective. It also really just depends on your risk tolerance. Like you have to think about that too. Like I have some clients that will 100%, they're skydiving without a parachute. And I have other clients who are absolutely not crossing the street unless they have a green, you know, and the man that comes up like when you cross the street. And so that is a huge factor. You have to know what your risk tolerance is. If you're totally psyched to go skydiving, you may not care as much, but if you follow all the rules and you very much want to be able to sleep at night and it's going to give you anxiety, then you know, this is something you have to focus on. So that is helpful to also get to know an attorney because the longer I work with a client, the more I know their risk tolerance. And I can say to them, like, you don't need to worry about this. And other times they know I have one client who literally, she says to me, she's like, if you tell me to do it, I'll do it. And I know her. So I can say to her, Hey, you need to get this done. This is not something to screw around with anymore. Like figure it out. And she says, yes. So because I've worked with her for five years, I can do that now. I know where her risk tolerance is. And so that's another key point is to really be honest with yourself about how much risk you're willing to shoulder and how willing you are to take that, you know, the potential that something could go wrong. And if it does, you're like, cool, I'll figure it out. And other people are like, I cannot live like that. Yeah. I'm probably somewhere in the middle, but I definitely am not like jumping without a parachute for sure. So I I have some of those clients. Yeah. I think that's a really good analogy. Any other, just like if you're new to this legal resource recommendations that you might have to just educate yourself a little bit more. Yeah. When you're educating yourself, look at your sources. There's a lot of people out there that give legal information who aren't lawyers. So even if the person's not practicing anymore, if they are a lawyer, they likely have better information, but I see it all the time. I see a lot of bad advice online, a lot of wrong advice. I mean, just absolutely dead wrong. And I see some lawyers give bad advice too. So it isn't to say that we're immune. 
But I'd say, look at your source. Certainly if you're looking for information, our courses are great for that. And they're at a very manageable price point because we know a lot of people just need information. And so my Instagram, we give a ton of information on Instagram and YouTube. So you guys are welcome to check that out as well. You know, there are unfortunately just very few resources out there because- Yeah, that's why I asked, right? Like you don't know where to go and it gets overwhelming. It does. People just really shy away from the legal stuff because it scares them. And so they'd rather just avoid it nine times out of 10. And so I find that that's why these like quickie strategy sessions work really well because people just come with like a hundred questions. I answer them at the end. They're like, oh, yeah. Because anxiety and fear come from what you don't know. It's lack of information. So like find a really good source, find someone you truly trust and just pay for a little bit of their time. Mm-hmm. It will make you feel a thousand times better. It will pay you back a thousand times better. And just find someone who vibes with you. Like not every lawyer is going to feel right for you. If you have a conversation with the lawyer and you're like, Ooh, that feels yucky. Move yeah. on to somebody else. <laughs> yeah. No, I think that's great advice too. Cause there are so many different styles, right? Similar to yeah. coaching. Yep. Okay. So before we wrap up, we always love to get to know our guests a little bit better. And we've recently changed our questions. So you Ooh. get some new ones. So the first one is, is what is your current morning routine? Oh, I like this one. Yeah. So I wake up and I work out because that is the first thing that I need to do in order to like get moving and energized. And then after my workout, I start to just get my kids ready for, I mean, we have not started school yet because I'm on the East coast and we start after everyone. We're literally the last people (laughs) to start school. So I'm either getting them ready for camp or I'm getting them ready for school. And then once they're off, I get myself ready. I drink my coffee because that is also key. And then I head to my office. I love that. What is the last book that you read? The last book that I read was Braiding Sweetgrass, which was honestly like one of the best books that I've ever read. And I highly recommend it. It's nonfiction, but it's a really beautiful book. It sounds, it has like a beautiful title. This yeah. is one of my new favorite questions, by the way. It blew me away at how beautiful it is. That's so cool. Okay. The last one is what is your favorite binge worthy product? So like last random Instagram purchase, favorite brand, something you bought on Amazon. Oh my gosh. I love fashion. Yeah. So I am the person who is constantly buying off of Instagram. The influencers? (laughs) No, it is Instagram itself. Those ads, they know me. That's so weird. I have never gotten an Instagram ad ever. Really? I have no idea why. I must not be following the right people. No, you may have turned it off. So there's settings that you can, uh, you may have some heavy duty privacy settings. So as a private, I do privacy law for a number of like my tech-based clients. And I know why I get these ads, but I can't stop it. So I tend to be the person who gets wrapped up in all of like the athletic wear oh, yes. <laughs> on Instagram totally me. <laughs> or the free people style, you know, yeah. the, that very like sort of boho style. It always shows up. I'm trying to think, oh, do you know, actually the last thing I bought, it was a notebook from Baron Fig, a notebook and a pen. Ooh, that, like, I like that up. name too. Yeah, they're really cool. They have um, I don't know. I like notebooks. I'm a yeah. like a that's why when you sent when I got your planner, I was so excited because yeah. I actually physically write everything. It's actually right next to me. Oh, I love that. 
Yeah, so it can go with your bear and fig notebook that and a, that beautiful and book, the pen. Right? I'm telling yeah. you, I'm very excited. So yeah, that was the last thing that I purchased that 100% was influenced by Instagram. <laughs> I love that. These are these are my new favorite questions. I think. Okay, so back to legal advice. Why don't you tell everyone where they can find you, what you guys have coming up, if they have legal questions, how they can reach you. So you can find us at hashtag spelled out dash legal.com. We're also on Instagram where we probably publish most of our content, which is hashtag spelled out underscore legal. So check us out there. I am on YouTube. We post a lot of like longer videos on YouTube. My channel's called Jamie Lieberman rocks. If we're not patting ourselves on the back, who's going to, and uh, yeah, and I'm launching a new podcast in the fall. I have an old podcast that was called the fearless business podcast actually have a, I mean, there's a lot of content. There were hundreds of episodes and there's a lot of legal content on there. So you can definitely check that out. And the new podcast is going to also cover legal topics, but also strategy topics. I'm very excited about it. And you can check out our courses at the Unbusiness School. And the link of that is on um, the hashtag legal website. If you want to ask questions, you could email me. It's Jamie, J-A-M-I-E at hashtag spelled out dash legal.com. Awesome. And we'll put all these links in the show notes. So thank you so much, Jamie. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to the Crush the Rush podcast. If this was helpful to you, I'd love it if you would please leave a review. It is truly what makes this show keep going and keeps the amazing guests possible. Even better, tag me on Instagram stories and let me know what you think. I cannot wait to hear from you.